morning all. I'm, I'm on stand. It's been a, a great week for, uh, for, for us or for me. I've been with my friend James who's come today and uh, travelling around all this uh, great coastline that we have from uh, down at Marawar at uh, Greens Point to Greens Beach. Went to the lavender farm and the gorge and the waterfalls and all the beautiful places uh, that we live around and it's been uh, good for me to appreciate it and uh, good to have have James with me um, this week and he's, he's going back home uh, uh, tonight. So thanks James. If only we could understand God more, life would be better, life would be so much better. And that's a common feeling we, we have as we struggle to understand each day and what it means to follow God. We really hope that God would make things a little bit more clearer and that, that would stop a lot of frustration and confusion that we have along the way. I came to this theme, the, the road to understanding, while I was reading Mark's Gospel and it became really clear that the disciples on a whole lot of different levels, simply didn't comprehend what Jesus was saying. They, they didn't even hear what, what he was saying to them. He, Jesus knew that they were struggling and he, he was trying to give them opportunities to learn and to take things further, the things that they needed to take with them in their lives. It wasn't just the disciples who, who didn't understand, it was the people as well and um, even the people in his hometown of Nazareth in the synagogue didn't, couldn't even begin to take in what, what he was teaching them. It seemed that, that the people on the outskirts were the ones who sat with Jesus, like the, the, the disciples and the synagogue people were supposed to, and that they were the ones who took in his words and his parables. There are key events where the disciples and, and other people didn't understand Jesus. One was where Jesus went across from the, the Jewish side of the lake, went across to the Gentile region and um, he healed a, a, a deranged person um, and the people there yeah, didn't like that or didn't understand that. They, they wanted to get Jesus back to the other side uh, as quickly as can be, the disciples were probably um, not really understanding of why he, he did that. They, they had their own fears when they were in a boat in the middle of the storm and they, they were understanding that they were going to drown and they thought that Jesus didn't care for them and uh, Jesus rebuked them that they, they, he was there even though he was asleep on the pillow, he, he was there caring for them. And after Jesus provided food for 5,000 and then he did it again, feeding 4,000, um, it seems the disciples were sort of at the start again. They didn't really know what this meant. So all the ways that God reaches out to people, God cares for people, God provides for people, uh, they, they really had um, a, a challenge to understand what Jesus was doing. In Mark 4.13, Jesus said, Don't you understand this parable? How will you understand any parable? And then in Mark 8.21, after the, feeding the people twice and the disciples forgot the bread, 
And Jesus said, why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? So still not understanding Jesus, they were unable to take on his, his mission when he wasn't there. And, and Jesus had expected more. It was commonplace for the people to have ears but not to hear, to have eyes but not to see. But what happens if the disciples were like this? And that was a major concern for Jesus that, that they did not understand at, at these earlier moments. Mark was writing further afield to a, a Greek-speaking audience. He often translates the Greek into the Aramaic. And he was speaking to a church in uh, facing persecution. And a, persecution, a persecuted church can be following an understanding that doesn't fit their, their circumstances or the, their difficult situation. It's tempting for them to think back and to think of oh, the good old days and we had you know, the wonderful history and the revelation, we had great leaders, um, we, we were happy and now we live alone in our, our time of need. You know today there are 360 million Christians who, who live in, in persecution that's constant and severe. And this is only one in six Christians yet it, it's a, an open reality of, of the church in the world today that encounters opposition, that encounters misunderstanding like, like Jesus did. And these are the far-flung people who pray for, for Jesus to come to their needy world, to go from the, their house, house to house or go one to one, to care for them when they fear and to provide for their, their daily needs. They, they, they want to and they really they need to see and hear Jesus in this engaged way and they need leaders with an understanding of, of their world and the life challenges that they face. And at the earlier point in the Gospel stories it's clear the Apostles didn't have an understanding that they hadn't worked it out, all, all the stuff that they would need to, to lead people such as this. Was there a road to understanding that they could take? We, we can say this, that it, it speaks to the credit of the apostles that as they influence Mark's gospel, that they didn't want to be seen as heroes and that they, they let it be known that as leaders they struggled to understand. And it wouldn't have helped uh, the church if they were seen as spiritual heroes or celebrities, people who met Jesus, they turned a corner and, and somehow they knew it all. Um, but, but the other people who they were speaking to didn't know it all or, or couldn't understand it. Everything came together for, for the disciples in the death and resurrection of Jesus. But then they were leaders who were working in a hostile world. Later, the way to understand Jesus and his mission would be clear, that they would drink the cup that Jesus drank, that they would be baptised in the mission that Jesus, in the baptism that Jesus was baptised, as Mark 10, 38 and 39 says. And it was this, this change that we see 
as we read on with the apostles that helped the church to understand Jesus in their own struggles. My mum once once said to me, you know the church is changing when people speak differently about the apostles. And she grew up, she's 90 this year, she grew up with a more sort of reverent sort of understanding, St Mark and St Peter or, or whatever. But someone was suggesting that they were a bunch of duffers who, who were stuffing things up all the time. That's okay if, if we could see that they were on the road to understanding and how important it is that we are on that road as well. There was plenty of light to clarify the way for the, dis- the disciples. This is seen especially in, in Peter's confession of Jesus as the Christ and it's seen again in uh, Jesus' appearance, his changed appearance at the Mount of Transfiguration. But then Peter moved from his confession of Jesus to controlling the, the way that Jesus acted. He wanted to own Jesus. He wanted Jesus to act to fulfil his desires and, and his wishes of, of what Jesus should be. And Peter also underst- thought he, un- he understood all the boxes. He, he could take it all in of how, how Jesus would, would finish up or how, how it would, would be. But, but he was, was sadly misled at this point. He, it seemed that he had not seen or understood anything much at all. Let's consider these high points as maybe missed moments that, that should have helped uh, Peter a lot, but uh, didn't add all the understanding that, that, he, that he needed at, at the time. First there was his confession at Caesarea Philippi and then then his presence at at the Mount of Transfiguration. And when when you consider that it it should have been a a point where he he saw the greatness of Jesus, we're we're told that that for Peter they're not these great times. They only highlight how little he knows and, and Peter does not understand at all. The idea that Jesus would suffer and die was totally unacceptable to Peter, who took Jesus aside, he took him to task. Instead of being the disciple who who walked in the understanding of his confession, he's the one who, who misunderstands him at this point. The notion that Jesus would go beyond the simple Old Testament prophecy of Moses and Elijah and would rise from the dead, did not enter the the disciples' imagination. They didn't know what Jesus meant when he spoke about his resurrection and rising from the dead. It's only a a vague discussion point for them. In Mark 10, it says they, they kept this matter to themselves, discussing what rising from the dead meant. It was only in the middle of these two revealing events that that Mark says Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things, be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days to rise again. Their understanding only came after Jesus was raised. Everything before that had a tendency 
to become a, a fog of misunderstanding or, or grief or error. So the, the cross and the resurrection of Jesus would open their lives when Peter's confession and, and the transfiguration of Jesus didn't. And where all the experiences they had of Jesus up to then, they hadn't really they'd connected some dots, but they hadn't really connected it all in uh, what it fully meant. The Gospels highlight that the little bits of understanding that we, we do have of God won't take us further until we, we understand Jesus in his call and in his, his death and resurrection. Until then, we, we might be seeking Jesus, but never perceiving, never comprehending where this is leading us. The disciples heard Jesus' call and that, to follow, and they left their net, nets straight away. And they didn't ha need to have a perfect understanding before Jesus called them. But then later he called them Again, this time to deny themselves to take up their cross and follow him. And that, that was a different understanding to just following him in, in his mission and, and walking by his side as he, as he preached and he teached and he healed people. And it's, it's this that further calling that Peter balked at or he wasn't so willing about. Peter is such a, a clear person, a, a description of someone who misses the understanding. He did not know Jesus' love in, in John 13 when Jesus was washing the disciples' feet. And he said, no, this is not me. I, I won't have this. This is not me, Lord. And I think that uh, Richie Benno's, if you bear with me, his commentary on Shane Warren's Ball of the Century might help us a bit to understand about, about Peter. So Shane Warren bowled uh, Mike Gatting, and here is Richie's commentary. He's done it, he's done it. <laughs> and Mike Gatting, the batsman, is standing there and he's not sure what's happening and he's rolling his eyes. And Richie continues on, he's got no idea what's happened. <laughs> he still doesn't know. And I think of Peter that he has no idea of what Jesus has done to love him. He doesn't have a frame to put it in. He still doesn't know. And he's like Jacob who saw God, but God was there, but didn't see, didn't know that God was in that place. Later, Peter would know and understand and follow. I think many people testify that they, they knew of God and they had a form of understanding and they did the Christian things, but it comes to a point that they know, maybe for the first time, that God loves them, that God truly loves them. And that's, that's the road of understanding, the encounter of our understanding that God leads us to, that God truly loves us and something that we can understand and we're called to understand more and more. So what does this mean for us? It means God loves us. But first I think to see that, that Jesus really wants to teach us. He really wants to lead us further with engaging stories. 
Sometimes with hard words of rebuke for our misunderstanding, where we don't take it all in, to give us challenging experiences where we begin to grow in his call. But then he wants to take this even further, to understanding him in his death and resurrection. He, he wants us to take our understanding beyond this daily sort of surface level. There is encouragement in the disciples' stories, even though Jesus said, do you still not understand? He recognised that they would learn in time and that they would be led toward service and sacrifice. And this is the journey of every disciple. Our understanding may be blocked at the moment, like Peter, for religious or cultural reasons of fear, but there's always the better side of, of following Jesus in the Gospels. We need to be disciples, first of all, not religious activists or Christian intellectuals. We need to be people who understand, who actually perceive the stuff of our faith, who comprehend what it means to be a Christian as a full life understanding that rests in the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Nothing more and nothing less. Maybe that means for you to, to clear away some of the misunderstandings you've grown up with and, and come to it again at, at the edge of your understanding and in, in the further call that Jesus gives to you today. We don't forget the bread. The, the good yeast that shapes us as disciples is, is the risen life of Jesus. And his life comes to us in whatever opportunities we are given. And when everything is not so clear, yet, yet the road of our understanding of, of our call lies before us and his presence is, is with us. All of our seeking to understand leads us back to the path of being with Jesus, being willing to pay the cost of understanding him in his death and resurrection. And the edge of our understanding is, is to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and follow Jesus. And this is also the road on which we will die to all the misunderstandings that we have of Jesus and his call. Amen. <laughs>